This is Jezology. It's a real science, honestly. Not just a podcast of me talking about me. Or, or maybe it is. It's Jezology. Hello and welcome to the Jezology podcast. My name is Jeremy Johnson and I am your host, as well as being a singer-songwriter. This series is based upon a number of Instagram lives I did in late 2020, when I invited some incredible musicians and singer-songwriters who have been part of my personal musical journey onto Instagram to talk about life, music, and play some songs. This is episode seven and features Ed Gita. Ed is a Birmingham-based beatboxing singer-songwriter who I met at a festival in 2019. So without further ado, here's the chat. Mr. Ed Geeter, how are you, sir? I'm all right. I've just I've just pressed record, so uh, hopefully I'm recording something. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm I'm well, actually. Yeah, I would say actually because you know what it's like. You know, there's the roller coaster of uh, of lockdown, up and down, up and down. In fact, it's something I hope that we're going to talk about a little bit about because you and I are both very passionate about mental health, and I think sure. it's always it's always something uh, good to throw and throw in there to sort of um, spread the good word. But um, yeah, it's been okay. Yeah, I've been trying to keep myself busy, but it's it's been a strange thing, right? Us musicians, all our sort of bread and butter stuff has dried up, and we've got to figure out new stuff to do. But yep, it's true. Yeah. How, how well, have you been coping with it all? Would you say? Well, it's been weird. I mean, as you know, I, I have a day job, so I haven't, in a way, even though for you know years before this, I thought I really want to do musician. I really, really want to be a full time musician and 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 you know be doing that all day every day. And now I feel kind of lucky that I wasn't doing that, to be honest, yeah. because I've been pretty safe. My job's been pretty secure. Um, and yeah, I've, I think I've just tried to survive lockdown by just spending more time um, being creative at home. Obviously, no, no gigging. So online gigs every now and then, chats like this. I've done a few podcasts and Insta lives. And also just um, producing, writing, creating, and started a new video series as well called Geats Beats. Geats Beats, um, yeah, which I'm I gonna ask dropped. you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just dropped another one of those tonight, just before our call. So you're on, is that, you're on Geats Beats 4 now? So I just dropped five tonight. You just dropped five tonight? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've really been enjoying them. I think they're great. Thanks. And also, you know what's nice about it as well, is that just from me as a sort of geeky, techie musician as well, because I use the loop pedal, I mean, you've got, I've got the RC30, um, and you've got the 300, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you've yeah. got, you know, you've got all these different pedals and stuff. So for me, when you do the Geeks Beats Explained, it's actually really nice to like check out some gear, which I've <laughs> sometimes never even heard of, but, you know, certainly <laughs> are interested in. But, so oh, it, yeah. it really works for me. So that's good. I'm not sure how well that works for the sort of the average punter. You talking about your pedals? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, suppose. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people look at it. And they're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, but so, that sounds nice. So that's what yeah. I care about. And I see yeah. you in your your studio, your newly built studio. I am indeed. Yeah, invested a bit. Um, just yeah. be just before lockdown, actually. Um, you know, decided to uh, get some some paneling in my room so that it's a bit more of a like reflection free zone for yeah for You've uh, got recording to... guitar and yeah it's, totally. uh, it's been great you've got to have that space i think you know that you can just without having to set stuff up you can just go into and and create because if you put up those barriers i think you, naturally we as creative people don't create as much if you just have to even if you have to plug a few things in it's just something that gets in the way of being able to just go somewhere and 
start doing your business yeah i yeah you're spot on really sometimes um the the inspiration just takes you where you are right and you have to do it unplugged that's why my phone's notes is full of it's got like thousands of, of voice notes of melodies and lyrics and guitar riffs See, this is an interesting thing actually i was having this so this there's um uh one of the the i've just dropped the first of the podcasts of last series oh sorry this you're you're the end of this series but i'm uh, the first podcast went out on monday with um a sing song called marsha maria who's just joined i see she's joined uh, our lives so she's watching at the moment and um and uh, we we had this conversation as well about whether you're a, a notes or a videos person and because um, I've I've always always done phone videos, I I don't do notes because I find that I uh, I can't figure out what I've done if I don't see it. So obviously you've got the, I, I suppose it depends how you write songs, right? And it's and that's an interesting topic I think for us to talk about maybe, is that I think I've always started with the guitar and I I can't figure out what I've done on the guitar unless I can see it. So I always video. Uh, what no I way. Do that's interesting. That's yeah, and funny I don't say I that, do that actually. Yeah, no, I don't. And. That's funny you should say that because there have been times when I've gone back and listened to voice notes and thought it's, it's taken me about 20 minutes to actually remember like how I played yeah. that guitar riff and yeah. what's actually going on there. Oh, and like, sometimes yeah. I'm like messing around in a different tuning and I didn't, oh, I didn't that's the worst. make that like, yeah, clear yeah. at the start of the recording. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, back for sure. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? Seriously. Yeah. I think that, um, that's actually why I ended started, started doing it that way, I think, is because I use different tunings. So I would be, I love like Tallest Man on Earth and Ben Howard. And I know you're a big Ben Howard fan as well. And um, and I think you know when you when you're inspired by those kind of songwriters and they use all these kind of random tunings and you start playing in them when you're trying to do these voice notes if you're not yeah. really vigilant about what tunings are in you're like how on earth am I supposed to work that out you know so. yeah yeah I'm going to stop you there hold that thought because I just want to check that I am actually recording and I don't think I am you know do you know what it is I know what it is right and this is going to bore the hell out of a lot of people I'm sure but basically, <laughs> really? I had my whole like setup ready to record right and then I switched these Bose headphones on and they're Bluetooth and what they did was they then they... overrode my interface on my laptop uh, and was recording okay. through these instead uh, okay. of through the microphone that's in front of me well, you know, so but... nothing's coming through so wait one second I'm just going to change the settings on Logic and then I'll be able to actually send something over to you so all of that chat that we just had unfortunately I'm not going to be able to send over to you Jeremy Hey, don't worry about it. You know, the, the nice thing about um, what I found as well with these, um, with these Instagram lives and also putting them into podcasts is that actually uh, Instagram does a fairly good job of recording the vocal spectrum. It's just oh, that yeah. when, you, when you play the guitar, it doesn't do the broad enough bandwidth to catch all the guitar, sort of like nice guitar stuff. So actually, when it comes down to talking, it's pretty easy to sure. just use the, uh, use the Instagram audio. It's not quite as nice, but don't worry well, yourself, Mr. Gita we will we'll see i've pressed it and you know fingers crossed uh that it well you know what worst comes yeah, to worst we'll have a nice chat <laughs> that's the main thing yeah that's all that matters right we'll enjoy ourselves exactly i guess exactly. <laughs> i see you've got a yeah, nice marshall lamp behind you i have is yeah, that an, is that my... an electric or is that oh it's an electric one yeah this is a blues junior fender um nice. and that's my marshall 30 which i've had since i was about i don't know 12 or something oh yeah really? but it's, that's basically just a showpiece like I, I just i very actually Uh, okay, yeah, I've not really, I've not really, I've not really messed around with amp plugins very much. 
Um, I'm a bit of a noob when it comes to that because I just yeah. I mean, obviously when I play live, I'm just going through the PA. I'm sending the whole the whole the whole loop feed to the PA. But then like when I when I record and produce like uh, sorry produce the guitar parts, I always just stereo mic my acoustic guitar um, and just and just run that through. Um, uh, so a bunch of plugins really, but I've never done the whole amp sim thing. Sure. Sure, but I mean the 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 Fender's a classic at least, right? And it's 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 the tube amp, you know. It's uh, you can drive the tubes and get that kind of that really sort of re responsive, uh, dynamic characteristic of of the analog world, right? So it's it's pretty it's pretty rad for that reason. Um, yeah, the the Marshall less so much, but but yeah. Nice. Fair. <laughs> We're just frauds. We're just massive frauds, aren't we? <laughs> I play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually played two gigs in 2020. One was uh, in London, uh, in Soho at the Century. Which is which was cool, but that was before, all obviously the pan the pandemic happened, um, and the other one was between was sort of after after the first lockdown, uh, the end of summer, um, I did a gig at Dead Wax Digbeth um, with Birmingham Promoters, and I was really really lucky with that. Yeah, yeah I was really really lucky with that because I think if it was a week later, it would have been cancelled because a lot of other um, artists uh, who were playing with Birmingham promoters as part of that run of gigs, had to cancel theirs or delay them or whatever. So yeah, I was super lucky for that and it was a great gig and we obviously it was socially distanced but we sold out the seats that we had and um, it was a, an awesome vibe. The weather was great, it was in the outdoor, um, the outdoor sort of beer garden area uh, with a marquee, it was, it was beautiful. Um, but yeah, you know, other than that, really from a live performance point of view, 2020 kind of sucked for everyone. Um, and in various in various other ways, it sucked for everyone. Obviously, the pandemic has been pretty horrific, and you know I don't think we're going to see any kind of improvement anytime soon. And I think the the it remains to be seen what the lasting effects on the world and all sorts of industries are really from 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 all of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, my twenty twenty was it was a very up and down year. It was pretty crazy. I started it off. By breaking my hand, um, which took a while to heal. Yeah, so that was horrible, and I couldn't play for ages. And 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 then my dad passed away at the at the end of January, which which was obviously hugely sad. I mean, he was ill with dementia for a de a best part of a decade, so we we kind of knew it was coming, but it was it was still, you know, quite surreal, really, and 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 sad, and um, took a while to kind of get over. And then obviously with lockdown and everything um it was just it was it was a crazy time um but then yeah had a really really good um 
result with uh, a EP I put out the middle of last year with my good friend Enigma Dubs, um, who's a producer I've known for years, and we've collaborated uh, quite a lot. And it was essentially just an EP of our collaborations, namely my my songs that had been remixed by him. Uh, and one of those, uh, the remix of Part of You, got playlisted on a Spotify editorial playlist called Creamy, which uh, made my listeners just shoot up on Spotify. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just been really nice to kind of you know, reach reach a wider audience with with what I do. It's uh, it's a lovely feeling. Yeah, it does. It's mad. <laughs> it's it's actually mad. It's crazy. Of course. Mm -hmm. um, it was really exciting at first obviously and to see the numbers jump up was an amazing feeling but I just tried to kind of keep my feet on the ground with it really because even Though my, you know, monthly listeners jumped up to like 50,000 50, monthly listeners at one point for a few months. Um, you know, that relatively is is not very big compared to the, the, the bigger artists and, 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 you know, the artists that I kind of idolize and are making a living from being a musician and have a huge fan base and people want them to release music all the time. You know, that, that, kind, of, that kind of place is it's, it's still quite far away. So it's 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 a, it's a lovely feeling. Um, it feels like a great step because I'm really aiming high. You know, like I'm doing this because I love it and I I, I want to do this. This I want this to be my life. You know, and I want I want people to love what I'm doing and to and to 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 be. I want to have that kind of fan base. Um, so ultimately, it was it was it was a case of sort of seeing it as like a really really cool stepping stone. It's like this is this is awesome. I feel super happy about this. Um, and what's next, you know, how can we use this to then fuel the next bit of success um, and, and try and build on it? Uh, and that's been, sorry, go on. Yeah, it has a bit in, well, I mean, I've always loved doing what I do from a kind of um, acoustic DIY singer-songwriter, but a little bit different point of view. Um, but I love electronic music. That inspires me anyway as a solo artist, and I do produce my own stuff. And I've always loved that kind of world. And, you know, Enigma tells me that my vocals work really well whenever he kind of produces around them. He says they just sit really nicely in an electronic music mix. Um, and I'm working with... Um, Another producer now, um, who we actually uh, released 
some music on our label on Brox Records. He's called Visco City. Um, and he's been sort of sending me things with um, my vocals in, which it's just been great to hear. And, and I do love, it's like a, an entirely different way of expressing myself, you know, having just be, me being purely a vocalist over um, an electronic producer's stuff. Um, and it has made me think like, yeah, you know, that's, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself, right? You can, you can, you can express yourself in so many different ways and you can be versatile and to, to maybe do more of that kind of stuff from an original point of view. So not just remixes, but just selling myself as a vocalist and working with other producers and getting them to send me stuff and writing over there, what they have is, uh, something I'd love to do more of. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no way. Amazing. Right. That's cool. Cheers. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Well, I am for you as well. Like, you know, that sounds great. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing it. And yeah, um, who, you know, I think so many styles and genres have been done to death and popular music's kind of become this mishmash of just so many different um, styles and then rehashes of styles and reimaginations. And, you know, we don't need to be confined, really. I don't, I don't think we need to, I, and I relate to what you said, you know, about kind of feeling like I'm a singer songwriter. I can't do that. I'm stuck in this box. I thought like that for a long time as well. Um, but mm -hmm. There is, but I think what social media has done is it enables us to bring more of our, our identity as a person and as a character to our fan base or whoever. And so then ultimately that's, I think, what people buy into a lot or what people re relate to more now. And it's like you don't necessarily, I think, have to find, have to confine yourself to um, a sound or an aesthetic for your entire 
Um, and I'm talking from a kind of audio point of view or just like a purely like, you know, from a listener's point of view. You don't have to really confine yourself to make every sound, every song sound very similar or, or fit into a, an overall aesthetic. I think you can chop and change and just pick from different styles and genres that you like. And as long as you're the one doing it and your identity is still there, then it's okay. Like Billie Eilish, for example, you know, um, her album was, you know, what genre was that? It was all over the place, <laughs> but it was hugely successful because of, because of her ultimately, I think, you know, people bought into her, which is, and she was hugely successful. <laughs> well yeah i don't know um i think generally people are more accepting than we than we realize um on the on the whole and um i i'm with you like i think honesty is the best policy always um and i really i'm uh, as we've talked about you know i'm super passionate about being honest and open about mental health um you know not to the point where it becomes all I talk about, but I just think it's like, it's very, obviously art, the art comes first, me as a creator, as a performer comes first. Um, and I want to bring positivity uh, into the world that way. But then also just, you know, I think there's a power in vulnerability. And I think if people can see, you know, um, someone like me putting myself out there, but also able to just share the fact that I have struggled massively, you know, on my path and still do fall into kind of patterns of anxious thought and anxious thinking that holds me back and it might stop me from achieving what I think I am capable of, you know, and it, it's, it's really, really quite debilitating. Um, but it's not something to be ashamed of and it's not my fault and it is just a process and it's like everyone, everyone suffers from it. Um, so why not? share that and why not process it in the open so that someone else can say okay well that's pretty cool maybe i'm not alone and i'm not i don't have to suffer alone in this and i don't have to bottle this in because here's this guy just sharing it he doesn't give a shit and i don't give a sh i don't give a shit anymore <laughs> i don't care Yeah. Well, oh, thanks, man. That means a lot. Yeah, I think, well, I don't know. I reckon that's the thing. It's like, you know, you, you say you wish you could, but I think the very saying I wish I could is what holds us back sometimes. That's like, it's like ego saying, well, no, you can't do that. So you're going to hide it away and you're not going to do it. 
when ultimately if you just switch it up and go, well, actually, no, I, I totally fucking can do that. But the only thing that's stopping us from, from doing so much is just a little voice in our head that's going, you can't do that. And sometimes that voice might manifest as like this vivid image of lots of other people saying, you can't do that. Or, you know, people in your life you've met thinking like, that's, that's lame or that's shit. Like, why would you, you know, why would you be open about that? And it stops you. Um, and like, we're our own worst enemy so often. It's kind of mad, really. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious when you think about it in that sense. Everyone's just battling their own head. Like, everyone's just walking around, maybe not achieving their potential because there's, there's some crazy shit going on in their head, and, and it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I, I did prepare um, my new song, Smile Vibrations, which, which came out recently. Yeah, and then I was gonna play, um, I was gonna play a new one, which is coming out later in the year, to kind of give a, a preview of that for people who, who might wanna, wanna hear something fresh, you know. But yeah, I don't know, what, what, were, your, uh, what were your suggestions? Okay. Okay, well, yeah, um, we could probably, um, I could probably do Smile Vibrations and then do Part of You instead, if, if, that, if, that, if you would prefer, Jeremy. This is your show. I'm in your hands. I haven't, I haven't prepared that one, so uh, I haven't practiced it in a while. Okay. Sure. Okay, well, I'll, um... Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it was written um, a couple of years ago. It is about, um, essentially, it, it stems from my kind of practice my meditation practice and, and mindfulness um, and it is it's about being in the present moment ultimately and being so in the present and so not lost in thought that you feel more alive in that sense and that's what a smile vibration is it's like a kind of that feeling and then smiling and being like oh you feel that kind of life energy rising up and you just feel so like great from it um, and ultimately it's uh, I guess it's about how connecting with that can stop us from being so stuck in our heads and connecting with thoughts, ego, and then being judgmental of others, being negative, you know, all that stuff. Um, that's, that's it really, that's smile vibrations. Um, so yeah. Can you hear that all right, the guitar? Yeah, I was just checking because I think it's using the mic in these, in these headphones, so, but I think it picks up a lot. Thank you. 
Thank you, guys. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Yeah. Big love to all of you, man. Thank you so much, and thank you, Jeremy. I saw what. Oh, don't, hey, don't thank me. Um, I saw one comment come through saying, "Oh, those hi hats, so dope." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that was that was um, probably uh, Mo 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 Jamir. He's my fellow beatboxer. Damn those hi hats. Yeah, it was Mo. Big up Mo. <laughs> Yeah, Mo, uh, Mo, um, Mo's from India, and he uh, followed me quite quite a while ago now. I think it was a couple of years ago, and he's occasionally sent me uh, videos of him uh, 
dropping some beats and playing guitar and singing and he's awesome amazing yeah 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 i mean that's such such an amazing thing isn't it to like have that community of like-minded people around the world that's what the internet's so fantastic for agreed i can't can't really imagine growing up in a different time you know not having that connection with people but um tell me a bit about the uh the beatboxing because it's it's a it's a fairly unlikely story right is that you know you you come from a sort of vocal guitar driven background I would say or, may, or maybe that's not fair to say maybe your background is beats and you've gone into using what you have available but tell me about how that sort of came about well well actually my background as in like my musical identity from a young age was classical music my mum was a classical musician and she taught me piano when I was younger and violin was my was my main instrument up until I was about 14 I and then I've I got into guitar. Play, have I seen you play violin on a track? Possibly. Yeah, I, I did I share some stuff. Where you did it a while ago. Yeah. 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 I was I was recording some violin, and occasionally, if the song's right, I'll get I'll I'll drop some stuff. I kind of neglect it now these days. I'm not gonna lie. I, sometimes sure. I feel a bit guilty. I should pick it back up and get back. <laughs> At into some point, it. you go like, oh, I really wish I'd kept that up because you know. Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel like that now because I'm really rusty every time I pick it up. And yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I'm too busy, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, beatboxing is what you asked about. So that was, um, f- fun enough, before I picked up guitar, um, and I was about, I think I was about 12, and a really good friend of mine, I used to go around his house when I was when I was young, and uh, he showed me Razel, this beatboxer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was kind of like a, a pioneer and, and did a lot for beatboxing and brought it into the mainstream. Um, and yeah, he he had this 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 jam called the Four Elements. I don't know if you've ever heard that. And he also did one called uh, where he he ripped. Uh, I think it's an Ashanti song. Um, I'm pretty if, sure I have heard the Four Elements. You, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's great. Like, and um, if if your mother only knew, everyone knows that one. One where he sings and does the beat at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so I was just obsessed from that point onwards, and just like was just trying to trying to copy it. Um, yeah and i couldn't do it for shit <laughs> you know I, I couldn't i couldn't actually do it but because like i sort of had i was grounded in music and um from an early age and i, I was sort of nat- my natural rhythm's always been like decent so i could kind mm. of do the rhythm of stuff that he was doing without really being able to do the sounds properly but obviously mm. when you're like 12 all my friends were like whoa it can beatbox holy yeah. shit and it's like and then you're doing it in the playground and then and then it's i just just doing it all the time and it just got better yeah. Um, and that and that's it really. But even just, even now, I think my my style's somewhat unconventional. Yeah. I haven't really gone to the heights with it that some beatboxers do that you see on 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 Swiss beatbox and Human Beatbox now. Those channels are just like some of the freestyle beatboxers are just insane. And I've yeah. never kind of done it in that way. I've never gone into any of the competitions. That's never really felt like um, my kind of thing really. Um, but I've always wanted to use it like a, as an instrument, you know, to accompany. Mm songwriting really and and what i do and just it's just so much fun to do live i think it's a really powerful thing actually because it's it's an it's a well to put it in really wanky business terms it's a usp (laughs) isn't it like it's a (laughs) it's a unique it's a unique thing really because i don't know i mean i know people who beatbox but i don't know people who beatbox and sing well like you do and play the guitar well like you do and then tie it into this kind of like overall composition and it's great and i remember uh, if you remember when we met um we played a little festival i can't i was trying racking my brain to think what festival it was that we played i don't know if you can remember the Pun- name of it yeah punch bowl punch bowl punch bowl festival yeah, and um 
Yeah, you know, I know you, you had a couple of technical issues uh, at that that festival. Yeah, remember, my guitar pickup just decided to just it just it just broke but not yeah. to the point where it was no output it was just only picking up the low strings so everything yeah. i played you could hear none of the high end clarity of any of the chords yeah. i was playing and it was, was so frustrating you, i think as well yeah, yeah it was so annoying it's yeah. such a shame but, but i mean but people I... still enjoyed it as well so oh no totally yeah but that's what i mean Sorry. is that despite the um despite the te technical issues i just remember i mean you're basically the only person i remember from that from that festival and we kept in touch so um yeah i mean it's, it's just a memorable thing right if you can create that situation where people say fuck I saw this guy in a beatbox play guitar and it was fucking cool and, and um, that's half the battle isn't it it is yeah but it's 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 getting those it's getting those gigs really as well that's sometimes tough right um, you know smaller for festivals sure. for sure great but getting a run of a run of sets um, at a bunch of festivals throughout the summer is, is, is tough and like the promoters really look at your social media numbers you know um, as, yeah. as as like kind of um, well, I suppose if you've got big numbers, then that that's that's confidence for a promoter, and they think like, oh well, you know, they must be they must be good. People must enjoy them if they've they've got a big following. But then you might also be really good and not necessarily have taken social media yet, you know, or or not necessarily sure. yeah. um, have uh, worked super hard. You might have worked harder on on writing and performing than you have on building an online following. Um, but then that that will yeah. that'll shoot you in the foot. Totally, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? it? It tends to be that it's who you know or how big your numbers are, and how big your numbers are is so. I mean, nowadays it's you 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 know it's it's so obvious when um, when people have huge numbers and have no substance behind it. So it's it's a I don't know, I hate to say it, but it is basically like who you know, <laughs> kind of to get into the festival yeah, scene, it, especially yeah. to an extent. Yeah, there is always yeah. a there's always you, an aspect of that. Speaking of festivals, do you have anything? booked for 2021 because I know what they did with this year with 2020 is that they basically like carried over the um, slots to any festival going next year of playing what they, they had they did didn't they yeah they did didn't they I'd so, be surprised I mean, I'd be yeah, surprised I've not even applied to any because I think the ones that are yeah. going ahead will always already have their, their yeah. things sorted so but I'd be surprised if they do go ahead to be honest I'd, li yeah. I'd like to think that they will but I just I would I would be really surprised if we got to a point in the summer where where um everything goes ahead. I, I'll be honest. I've I've not I've not applied for anything, and I've not I've not really been thinking about live a whole lot recently. I've just been thinking about how can I maximize my time to kind of put put more you know um, good content online, really. Um, yeah. And and you know that, that's that's where a lot of people are consuming their their music now. Um, and for uh, the future, this, I think as well. For yeah. the, well, as 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 they were before the p pandemic as well, anyway. But just you know, now yeah. I think it's just, you know, why not? Why not try and um, make the most of of that at the moment? I think that's that's the way I'm thinking. Yeah, totally. No, I think that's I think that's very lucid. And I, I've I've very much. I mean, I'm not online is not a natural domain for me. I do like to be out, you know, gigging and busking and and meeting people. But I've sort of resign myself to the fact that it's it's the way that it has to happen this year and and it's been a really interesting process a challenging process for me i think to learn lots of new tech tricks but uh, yeah we'll get, we'll get there uh, good well what's what's some of your uh, most exciting tech tricks go jamie's Jer Jer <laughs> jeremy's jeremy's top tricks i tell you what i tell you what one of my top things which is a great is a great shame but um there's a guy called fraser t smith I don't know if you know who Fraser T. Smith is. But he um, was a producer and he produced Stormzy's 
Blockbuster album. He produced Dave's Blockbuster album. He worked with uh, a bunch of people. Anyway, very, very talented right. producer. Big deal then. Yeah, and he, he does a an Instagram live at 6pm on a Tuesday. And this is why I say it's a bit of a shame because I never get to watch it. But I've been watching those. And um, it's just like a wealth of information. And the thing I've learned most recently is... Because um, I've been getting into mixing. Because I've been producing my own songs for the rest of this year. Yeah. And I was I was learning about parallel compression today, which is going to... That's just like... You know. It's a whole new world, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into it because it's like that everyone will just um, decide what? not to What? You don't think everyone's again. jumped online just to, just in case they could have heard about parallel compression? I'm pretty sure most people who jumped on want to hear about parallel compression. <laughs> parallel compression to make your make your drums pop. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, so it's just been... it's The thing with all that sort of tech stuff, whether you're talking about, you know, keeping your website up to date or doing podcasting, which I've got into now, or instagram lives or recording your own stuff and producing it is that it seems so impossible when you look at it outside the sort of house of tech but once you sort of open the door and go indoors it's all super logical and as long as you know where to get the information it's it's amazing and suddenly you know something you're like why did i not know this before it's such an important trick you know so mm, i think mm. yeah the it's, tech it's, side's been fun for me that's great yeah it's it's interesting isn't it Produ- production for me is it's like i'm still learning new tricks now and i've been doing it for years i mean i've never done a course as such you know i've never been taught how to produce it's always been a i just love making music and recording so i'm just going to mm. pick this up and learn a bit from this friend and learn a bit from that friend mm. and try and work it out and then obviously the, the internet's an incredible resource and you can find whatever you need there's obviously the producer you mentioned but then like you know any loads of people on youtube mm. sharing tips and tricks but it's like you never stop you never stop learning so there's even like the stuff that i produced at the end of 2019 on in i listen back to that now and i know it sounds great like but i'm like you know i've learned so much even since then that i could have done differently (laughs) and like i could have made it sound oh there could have been a bit more clarity there or the the kick and the snare could have popped a bit more with these new plugins that i've got and this new like um technique i've got to to make them just leap leap out the speakers a bit more and it's, it's all these these little fine tunings that that result yeah. in something being either good or really fucking good. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I had that with the last six yeah. months. I'm like, anything I did prior to summer, I'm like, oh god, I wish I'd known, you know, how to do this and that, and you know. But um, it's it's been a great process, and I don't think I would have done it if it weren't for COVID in a way. So to look on the bright side, I've you know pushed yeah. my skill set. Well, I, I will always. I will always big up that way of thinking, mate, because I think it's the best way to be, right? You can look at, yeah, okay, there's it's a shit situation, but what are the positives? You know, how can we turn this, like, bad thing into something good for us yeah, yeah. on an individual level? Totally. And then try and, try and spread that. Um, totally. I, just think it's, I just think it's the way, right? Always look for the, the hidden success within every failure, right? There's always Always one. look on the bright side of life, as they say. Of course. Nice. Speaking of which, <laughs> I think that might be a lovely little lead-in to um, to another song. If you'd be willing to play us another song, Mr. Gita. Sure. I don't know what to play though now because you've, you've, you've did told I throw me a spanner you in the works. So let's play what you were going to play. I mean, I, I, part of you, in a way, part of you is a bit like, you know, I'm sure it, it it sort of feels more valuable than other songs you've done because it's got this amazing thing. But I mean, that was just, in a way, luck. 
Like, obviously, it's a great song, but I wouldn't say it's any better than the rest of your catalogue. So it's kind of like... Sure. It, sometimes and it was of... it was the remix obviously that got the playlist right so yeah it's um <laughs> yeah. not my original <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah don't, don't but dwell the, on that the, too but, much but the, but the lyrical content's all there you know it's the vocals that sell the, that sell the song obviously <laughs> <laughs> um but no play what you feel, you feel comfortable with I okay might, the one you uh, the one you prepared is will be fab well i, I thought it'd be cool you, actually yeah okay great yeah i'll i'll, I'll go for that because i thought it'd be nice to to do something that's um fresh and it's a bit different for me and there's a, you know um more kind of words per minute in it and it's like a i, I guess a departure vocally pretty much in an and overall vibe as well so this was kind of this was written after part of you actually okay. it's called it's called emotion null which is spelled emotion dot null n-u-l-l okay um and it's it's kind of so part of you is a heartbreak song right i was going through severe heartbreak and when when you're kind of going through that sort of mode you've got all these emotions and these thoughts and feelings pouring out of you and as a songwriter that's kind of good so wrote quite a lot of songs at that time and this was another one that kind of came out of that um period of time but it was more of a rather than a sort of um i guess part of you is quite a kind of mournful melancholic track this one's a little bit more fierce and a bit more i guess a bit more almost like cynical mm. um and almost trying to trying to see the funny side of of heartbreak and the the kind of yeah the funny side of of, of seeing where you went wrong after you've gone wrong if that makes okay. sense sweet yeah yeah and I'm it's called yeah it's called emotion now i'm gonna have a sip of water actually before i play this oh yeah you know important. yeah <laughs> gotta keep hydrated replenish man okay surface seems the same but a multitude of details lie in the cause and effect of a connection wrecked it's excess some consciousness creeping underneath to jump out when your presence sleeps and ring ring it's the alarm of hindsight crushing you with revelations no celebrations are in order no celebrations are in order Just found what made you do wrong. 
at the edges of your vision No definite lines, just fades into nothingness Don't try with your mind to comprehend what defies comprehension Your thoughts unmentioned, there's maybe a part of the insanity we're living And now you're living, or are you still a slave to the patterns That made you behave in a way that plays with your mind when you say I don't know what came over me that day I don't know what came over me that day And uh, and so when's what's the plan for emotional? Is that going to be that coming out soon? It's going to be uh, on my next EP, which will be coming soon, and that's all I can tell you so far. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just keeping it keeping it zipped. <laughs> yeah, why nice. reveal more than needs to be revealed? Yeah, yeah well, exactly. It's, um, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it was nice really writing that song because. It felt like it was I was able to access a different emotion and vibe to what I'd written in before. Yeah, you know, it was it was like a, almost accessing a kind of an anger, even yeah. though it's not it's not it's not it's not strictly anger, but just more of a yeah, I guess um, a sort of ferocity that I'd not like been able to write in before. And it was like yeah, there we go. If we're going to talk about successes that come from failures, right? There was something yeah. uh, a positive that came out of that whole. The whole experience yeah. of, uh, of heartbreak stages of i mean you know we all we all know heartbreak i think the more perhaps the more creative among us have maybe maybe have a slightly higher threshold for emotional devastation i know certainly i, I <laughs> yeah. do, I, do. <laughs> um, but, um, I have never related more with a comment <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but I've, I've definitely found um that when that happens to me, I, I definitely go through these stages. And, you know, obviously, the, I don't know what you want to call them, stages of grief or, I mean, probably technically that is the right thing. And and to write songs at the different stages, it would almost be an interesting process to identify those stages of grief. And then, like, when you're going through it, try and write a song in each one of those stages and then release that EP as a sort of con concept album with these, like, five stages of grief. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> pretty good idea, yeah. That's a pretty good uh, idea. So whether you have this sort of lucid capacity to say, oh, I'm going to do that, or you'd completely 
you know, obliterated by heartbreak. Well, I don't think I'm ever going to do that now. Unfortunately, I'm in a super happy relationship, so you know. Oh, God I, damn it, Ed! I, I've missed, I've missed the boat she's with gonna, that one. She's got to break your heart again. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're going to become creatively void. <laughs> All my to... songs from this point on are just going to be so happy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Well, it's, I had a conversation in, with in love. Yeah, with a friend about Ray LaMontagne. If you know Ray Lamontagne, I do know um, Ray Lamontagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Great voice. Uh, my my friend uh, Marsha, who who I mentioned earlier, we we're having this conversation, and she said, um, she said that she got into Ray Lamontagne when he was really miserable. And I agree, like his his album Trouble and his other albums, which are like super miserable, are so good. And mm-hmm. um, and then he just sort of like got into a really happy relationship and she said she just couldn't listen to him anymore because all of his stuff was too happy and like it just totally lost its sort of like special thing and I was like we well, can always listen to the old stuff but there is that thing right there is that you know if you get too happy then maybe the emotional stuff dries up or the creative you know. yeah and I think I like historically I have been more inclined to connect with a sad song than a happy one and I don't know what that says I don't know what that means well, me too does it mean I'm me just too. like generally yeah. sad because people are always surprised I guess like when songs that I write if I've written a sad song and they're like yeah but you're like a really happy positive guy I'm like well, <laughs> yeah. well yeah but because like, I as a write sad personality songs. <laughs> I am yeah but it's like yeah yeah totally. doesn't mean I could, doesn't mean I don't ever feel sad like, yeah. and it doesn't mean I've never been you know heartbroken or like really really depressed or anxious or low or whatever yeah. you know these these things yeah. I think but then but then I think that speaks a lot of you know even even during time so if we go back to mental health it's like during the years when I was really struggling with depression anxiety and feelings of like being totally disconnected I mean even mm. then people I, I, I came across as as happy and light-hearted to people yeah because it was just my way of feeling like this is how I'm supposed to present myself, I guess. This is totally, this is how yeah. I'm supposed to be. So I will yeah. try and be like that. Um, yeah. And in a way that kind of, I guess that can make it worse because then it then it's like people don't understand your pain and people don't understand that you are suffering. Yeah. Um, and they get the wrong end of the stick and, and then you feel more lonely. Yeah. I think that's I think that's probably a, a very real struggle for a lot of people who suffer from depression is that totally, yeah, totally. they feel loneliness for that reason yeah. i don't yeah. know i don't know how i went off on that tangent but anyway there you go no, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah but i mean it's to- totally true and i think there's a there's definitely an isolation to that and i can definitely um i can definitely relate to that you know i've been through my fair share and uh it was the, i think the the worst thing was the isolation of it and not really feeling like you knew where to get help and i you know things things are improving but um it's just not something that you know we don't tend to check in with our strong confident happy looking guy friends because you think well they, they're fine and they're the ones that end up jumping off bridges so it's you know it's a really important um lesson to sort of learn as a as a man yeah um, it, it's very true and yeah i i'm with you on that it's i think it's really it's really important that men feel that they can open up more I think that yeah the, the 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 alpha male stereotype stops a lot of men from feeling like they can or should connect yeah. with any kind of emotion and, and share that um and yeah there's a reason why 75% of suicides of attempted suicides are male mm. you know it's 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 got to be to do with that you know that's that's a big yeah. part of it yeah. um and yeah um 
I think we can change the narrative. People who, like you and me, who, who put ourselves out there and write music and share share things, and we have a platform um, that's growing. Um, yeah. You know, so why not just try and obviously create, carry on creating good shit, but you know, try and weave those narratives of being more open into what we do when we have yeah. this opportunity and, and we can pick up our magic smartphone that we carry around it super com super computer that we carry yeah. around in our pockets <laughs> at all times and say something um yeah, yeah just do whatever the hell we want and, the and like most people moan about phones and the effect that they're having on us and moan about social media and and moan about you know the negative psychological impact of it all and yeah. fine yeah okay there are some negatives that come with you know having the instant gratification of a phone in your pocket and social media and what that does to you in terms of you know you might compare yourself to unrealistic ideals that you see in someone else's profile or picture or, or whatever the hell it is but so yeah okay it's just a, it's just another challenge like social social media is not going anywhere it's completely mm. intertwined with every industry and, and people's lives mm. all over the world now so mm. what do we do we change the way we live and we change yeah. we change the way we talk about things yeah. that's 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 the only option yeah. you know um, we learn we learn and progress and we learn yeah so yeah i feel i feel super passionate about about um being open about those things yeah and i, know and I look forward cool. to watching your uh, ascendance as uh, as a prophet a mental health prophet <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I really do. Like I, I, I mean it when I say I want to change yeah. the world. Like I, I really mean that. Like I feel yeah. that whenever I have these thoughts and these conversations, I yeah. feel like I want to be able to change the way people look and and think, look at mental health and think about it and speak about it and talk about it and feel, you know, like they can open up about it. Mm. And I'm not saying that from a like I feel like I have all the answers and I know what I'm talking mm. about kind of way. I'm I'm still learning all the, all the time, um, yeah. but I, I kind of I just feel super passionate about being open about that, and I think that's the key thing. It's like yeah. it's not me it's not me saying like this is this is how we should be. You know, I I I I know I'm right, you're wrong. I understand you don't understand. I don't think like that in the slightest. I just, mm. but I just really, yeah. I just I just think the, I really value vulnerability, and I think there's a great power in it. Um, and it can be life-changing for so many people if they just mm. were able to see that and and live it without without feeling like it's weakness. I think yeah. it's the biggest thing. It's Amen, to that. Amen, to that. Amen to that. Well, I think actually, yeah, we've we've come to amazingly. That's the that's an hour we've been chatting. Is it? Wow. Yeah, I know. It always flies. And um, that really has flown. Um, but I, what, what, what usually yeah, flied <laughs> did um, what <laughs> what I usually do uh, is uh, sort of finish things off with a with a projection into the future. So if you can let all our humble listeners at home know what you're going to be doing over the next twelve months, how they can find you online as well, and uh, anything sure. you'd like them to know, now is your chance. Yep. Well, you just heard a song that's going to be on my next EP, so keep an eye out for that um, in the not-too-distant future, this year, basically. Um, and I, I'm basically just working very hard on um, a series I started called Geats Beats, which we've talked about already, 
And that was my one year challenge, which started just after my birthday last year, which is November the 22nd. So it started, I can't remember what day, I think it was the 24th I started it on. And I basically do a new beat every other Tuesday. Um, and I'm doing it for a year. So it's like I've challenged myself to do that for a year. So it's 26 beats. Amazing. And obviously on the off Tuesdays, I do the chats where yeah. I analyze my own crazy performance style and try and break it down in real time, which is even more of a challenge sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's Thinking, something what did I, I do there. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm literally tripping over my, like trying to, trying to explain what I'm doing is actually quite difficult, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. And I think it's teaching me how to present, which is cool. I actually really enjoy, um, the concept of like presenting an idea and, and who knows where that will go in the future. Cause I, I love that. So yeah um i'm finding my feet with it and playing around with it and yeah if you if you've enjoyed listening to this come and join me uh and and watch those videos every week uh obviously it's at ed Gita as if you're watching on Insta live you can see um and that's pretty much across the board the same so it's at ed Gita on twitter um and then it's going to be like facebook.com forward slash ed Gita, youtube.com forward slash ed Gita, and it's edgeeta.co.uk is my website which will point you to all those places anyway Perfect. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, you know, there's the, there's the EP, there's the Geats Beats. Other than those, I will be collaborating this year as well with more ele electronic producers. Um, feeling very excited about that. Amazing. And busy yeah, year, I'm then. sure. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I just want to keep busy. And I'm yeah. sure there'll be more, there'll be more, um, there'll be more things uh, that I haven't seen coming yet that will pop up. And Fantastic. hopefully, great things. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, well, in the I meantime. Personally... Yeah. One more thing. Oh, yeah, Go and sorry. check out. Uh, obviously, I just released Smile Vibrations, which has gone down a treat, and I'm loving the response to that. It's quite an uplifting, uplifting, positive song about you know happiness within. So I think quite quite appropriate for this time as well. And I've just put a lyric video up of that on my YouTube channel, um, which uh, I'm super happy with. It's the first uh, video where I've I've got an animator to to make something creative to what I've. I did see that. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. it's turned out really cool. Yeah. So go and check that out, and yeah, enjoy, and just, just yeah, just come from a place of love with everything you do. I think that's yeah. that's that's what I'm going to try and do forever. <laughs> well, I'm, I personally are going to. I always love your content. I think what you do is fab, and I think you you approach it with a high quality and passionate mentality, and and that makes it fantastic to watch. So I look forward to all the geek speeds. Thanks, I didn't realize you're going to do 26. So I'm, I'm, that's great. Big <laughs> I'll challenge, learn something yeah. definitely. <laughs> I probably yeah, end up yeah, buying yeah. all your pedals as well, um, <laughs> and I look forward to all your your new tracks. And uh, it's been a pleasure tonight. Um, and thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you, mate. And hopefully we'll do it again sometime, and maybe in a year's time we can catch up. I mean, obviously I'll see to, you yeah. before then, but I mean on, on podcast. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, no, anyway. I, I would I would love to. Thanks. Amazing. Thank you, Ed, and uh, have a lovely evening. And to everyone who's watched at home, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. And yeah, uh, thanks. That's it. Thanks Cheers, everyone. man. Good luck with everything, mate. Cheers. Take care. All the best. Take Bye -bye care. Bye. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Jazzology. If you liked what you heard and would like to help the podcast grow, then please share, like, and subscribe on all your preferred social media and podcast platforms. If you'd like to know more about my guest today, you can head to edgeeta.co.uk. And if you'd like to know more about me, you can head to jeremyjohnson.co.uk. Thanks very much for tuning in and see you on the next one.